I'm Cameron Silsme, and I head up all of the Van City communities. There are a few things as incendiary and divisive among apprentices of Jesus as the church's political influence and power. For millennial Christians, which our church is predominantly made up of, we're living in the smoldering rubble of political movements such as the moral majority and its cousin, the religious right. They provide a cautionary tale to Christians taking up the political tools of their society to usher in conceptions of the kingdom of God. But really, this lesson is rife throughout church history. Christendom and usage of political power is a mixed bag at best. So how do apprentices of Jesus address systemic injustice and something as complex as racism? How do we take seriously the mistakes of previous well-meaning followers of Jesus who strived to take up political power with disastrous results? We're going to be reading from the book of Jeremiah today. Grab your Bible and we'll start reading in chapter 29. Jeremiah 29, starting in verse 4. This is what Yahweh Almighty, the God of Israel, says to all those I carried into exile from Jerusalem to Babylon. Build houses and settle down. Plant gardens and eat what they produce. Marry and have sons and daughters. Find wives for your sons and give your daughters in marriage so that they too may have sons and daughters. Increase in number there. Do not decrease. And now listen to this. Verse 7. Also, seek the peace and prosperity of the city to which I have carried you into exile. Pray to Yahweh for it, because if it prospers, you too will prosper. Yes, this is what Yahweh Almighty, the God of Israel, says. Do not let the prophets and diviners among you deceive you. Do not listen to the dreams you encourage them to have. They are prophesying lies to you in my name. I have not sent them, declares Yahweh. What does Israel living in exile have to do with apprentices of Jesus living in the 21st century? Quite a lot, actually. The New Testament views followers of Jesus not as citizens of different countries, but citizens of the same kingdom, the kingdom of God. Peter, in his letter to groups of apprentices scattered around the Roman Empire, refers to them explicitly as exiles. The view of the New Testament is for apprentices of Jesus to regard themselves as resident aliens of whatever country they find themselves in, even if they have a social security number and passport from that country. Allegiance is firstly given to God's kingdom. But for Israel, they were not to live in exile by sequestering themselves off from the rest of Babylonian society. They were not to secretly plot insurrections with an eye toward escaping as soon as possible. There were false prophets saying those things, which is referenced in verse 9. Instead, Yahweh says essentially, make yourselves at home. Be a part of the culture. Thrive in a setting that was intended to erase their identity as God's people. And specifically, seek the peace and prosperity of the pagan Babylonians. Pray for the city and culture to be blessed. What a tension to hold. You've been carried off into exile, into a foreign land. But 
You're also supposed to be a part of the host culture and seek its prosperity and blessing. You know, don't sequester yourselves away sitting on your hands while you await the day you get to go back to your real home. But also, don't lose your identity as exiles, people of Yahweh, with specific reasons as to why, why you find yourselves far from home. As followers of Jesus, we learn from the scriptures and the story of Israel how to live in exile. Don't allow your identity to be absorbed by the host culture, but also participate in it to the blessing and prosperity of it. So today, we'll pray for the blessing and prosperity of our city, specifically for the black and brown communities that are fighting against the weight of racism and systemic injustice. We want blessing and prosperity for all the people in our city. Find a quiet place that has minimal distractions. Invite God's Spirit to speak to you as you pray. Ask Jesus to make Vancouver a place marked by justice for all people, especially for the black and brown communities struggling against the weight of racism. Ask the Spirit to show you what that would look like in our city, and then listen. Maybe an idea or image of your workplace or neighborhood or school comes to mind. Then, ask Jesus how you can seek the peace and prosperity of Vancouver. Take a moment to listen and pay attention to what the Spirit brings to mind. Perhaps it's something simple and specific to your sphere of influence, or maybe it's a larger idea or picture. To end, ask Jesus to give leaders, artists, business owners, and the community as a whole the creativity and desire to push back the racism and systemic injustice in our city. Father, use your people to bring blessing and prosperity to our city. Amen. Mm-hmm.